0: Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. I know that's the only thing about the Q and A's. We don't have any song going on. I don't know. We don't have enough booze in us to start <laughs> singing just yet. We'll get some singing going on. Some singing. Jim, what's going on? Hey, let's do another Q and A with Jim and Manny. All right. This is the fifth one, eh? This is. Man, they rock. They, they rock. Everyone, good. everyone loves these ones, man. So I want to start off right off the bat with a little bit of. History knowledge, construction knowledge no, I haven't done course. that in a while I have but,
1: no knowledge
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask you and everybody who's listening Who invented the carpenter's pencil? Oh my god <laughs> Where do you come up <laughs> with this shit? It gets better, it gets better <laughs> um, uh, It says in the Altogether fascinating 100 essential Things you didn't know You didn't know John D. Barrel it Tells the story of the marvel And it was invented by Nicolas Jacques Conte 1795 hmm. He's a scientist serving in the army Of the Napoleon Bonaparte Wow And he invented the carpenter's pencil
1: That's amazing
0: Why are carpenter's pencils not round? It's another good question Well it's almost for obvious reasons They always wanted to put it on their material when they're working And they didn't want it to roll away That's how they came up with the flat Plus it gave them the option to do a thicker lead So you can do a thick line Or a or thin, thin line, line. Nice. Uh, it's what kinda kind of like the vodka bottle? That's uh, <laughs> like a triangle. It is. So you can't roll you, off. You can't roll off out can't of your roll freezer, off. Right? <laughs> uh, What kind of lead is in carpenter's pencils? Is there other kinds of lead? <laughs> graphite lead. Oh. There's different types of graphite lead. What is the oldest type of pencil? Okay, listen, brother. <laughs> I was a sheet metal
1: worker. I know nothing about pencils.
0: <laughs> the oldest surviving <laughs> pencil is a German carpenter's pencil dating far uh, from the 17th century. It is now in the Faber Castell collection. 17th century, man. They invented uh, everything. I know the Germans, man. You gotta do it. Okay, so what is the number one pencil? What does that mean? All these numbers you hear about number one, number two, number three. What does that mean? It's the oh, Oh, you know this one. You know,
1: yeah, because I had in in so the
0: higher the number in drafting we had to do it. The um, higher the number, the harder, harder. the harder it is. So, and then also you get lighter markings with the lower number. That's right. So that's how it is. Just just a couple of more here. (laughs) HB. What does HB stand for on all these pencils that we see them? Hard black.
1: Hard black.
0: Yeah, and sometimes you'll get medium. Hard medium. Why is the pencil you sometimes get medium? <laughs> Depends on what decade of age you're in, man. Uh, why did the pencil start in yellow? Why were they always painted yellow? The wood. 1800s has something to do with the Chinese. So, yellow <laughs> became what, yellow became the color that was associated with a pencil because of the way of indicating that your pencil was made from Chinese graphite.
1: Oh. That was why it
0: was yellow. So if you saw a yellow pencil, carpenter's pencil, it came from China. And what about the ones that kind of look like wood? I don't know. Yeah, there's the ones. There's actually it's still a company. Uh, I'm trying to get this right. I, I'm, I looked it up. It's like a 120 year old company. They still make pencils to this day. Wow. Uh, Musgrave, Musgrave, I think it is, is the company, and I, it's somewhere in the south. And they're still using western uh, cedar for the actual wood. Oh, wow. And you can uh, buy them painted or not painted or left as bare wood. That was a little bit of history about carpenters' pencils. I just figured... I really that like that. That's somebody amazing. didn't know anything about that. I didn't yeah. know anything about that. I didn't that. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got we got a big show here, Jim. We got a lot of stuff to All talk right. about. I got lots of pages here. Uh, but I guess right off the bat, do you want to talk a little bit about the current job that you're on? You want to just... Yeah, well, you know what? Bouts? Yeah, some sure. Bites? We could... Yeah,
1: we just... Um Uh, We just, you know, just finished stripping the foundation and... uh, DGR was out there? DGR was doing their thing. They were rocking and... um, But the funny thing
0: this morning... Oh, today? Today. Oh, interesting.
1: Interesting. (laughs) Okay, let's hear it. Amongst all the bullshit that's going on with lockdowns, hiring more... I have no idea what you're talking about. Bylaw officers. No idea what you're talking about. You know, to whatever their job is. I got a notice. Was it a warning? Well, I I'm I'm taking it as a warning. A notice of violation from the city of Toronto. And I'm not gonna read the whole thing, but basically they're telling me I need a permit. We had DGR's truck just kinda over the sidewalk a little bit. You've been to the site, yeah. you know what it's like. You're like in the entryway of the job site. And in right. And while they're pulling their forms out of and I guess this guy decided to come along at nine o'clock this morning and drop this notice of violation and saying that I need a permit, along with by the sounds of it, I I have to have flagmen and everything else. And Whoa. we're on a we're on a dead end street. So you this need is, a... this is where I think now it's
0: it's kinda got out of hand. Here. You need a permit to park a construction vehicle on your job site or on the
1: street? No, because the nose of the truck was on the sidewalk.
0: For, so if the nose for is a bit ever past the job site, it needs a permit. Because I guess you know, on the little there's you know the
1: driveway, the sidewalk, and then the remainder of the driveway, which would be city
0: property. That's what I need a permit for. So what if the I'm vehicle, not blocking traffic? What if the vehicle's running and you're just backing up and you're putting it in a spot that is you're dropping off lumber exactly or Are you doing something? Exactly. this is my point
1: is this is is this what it's come down so to? does
0: that mean that every single suppliers that's delivering to your job site requires a permit to park their vehicle to offload the material this is kind of what it's according saying. to
1: that 53 dollars a day
0: that's a joke you don't think that's a joke that's a joke right
1: no it's no joke it says it right here if i do not you know, comply to this send them an
0: email with the permit on it. With the yeah, or
1: or you know, pay the fifty three dollars.
0: Wait, is fifty three dollars a day? Yeah. So that's what we it, looked
1: up. I sent this to Lori, who works in our office, and she
0: looked it all up. And she says, "Yeah, it's
1: fifty three dollars a day."
0: That's absurd, man. I think at that point you're just paying for the salary of these new employees that belong to the city. That's my point. Like
1: really. Come on. Like like you know what? The city's knocked down. People are losing their shit. I mean, you know, are you going to hit us up for every fucking thing yeah. that, you know, we wait. we're waiting ev- forever for permits. And, you know, again, as far as I'm concerned, we're, g- you know, this is going to slow our our business down because the, you know, bus- or uh permits haven't been issued yet. We're waiting and waiting. And now they're going to have these guys running around
0: Well, walking around Whatever they do (laughs) There isn't much physical activity Right Because we got the carbon footprint thing That we got to deal with There's a whole other thing So I mean this is a little This is legitimate Like he's a bylaw officer So he's Is he in like a Toyota Corolla Or what's going on here I didn't see him (laughs) He probably just threw this
1: out It looks like it's on the ground My client took Found it And took a picture of it And sent it to me
0: I didn't even see it it.
1: I didn't even see it When I went out So he just
0: issued this And left it there Yeah Okay, so how are you supposed to defend that? How are you supposed to I don't prove know.
1: she just happened to go by after everybody was gone early this? That's afternoon. a little unfair, isn't that a little unfair? Uh, totally. Yeah. Did he take a photograph? of Like, it? I, I, don't get me wrong. I mean, I've talked. I I've, I've spoken to these bylaw officers before. You know, there's one of the job sites we got a you know a lady across the street who loses her shit every five minutes, and because we pile out some garbage and we're waiting for the guy to come and pick it up, the same day. The bylaw officer has to come over and say, "Hey, Jim, are you going to get rid of the garbage?" I said, "Have we not been it's, through this already?" It's on its way. It's coming. Like we're allowed to do this, and he goes, "I know, I know," but and those guys are
0: fine. But I, here we go. Like this is, this is just starting. We're trying to survive and run a, a business. Like you said, the permit took forever. We had to schedule all the trades. The trades are all scheduled back to back. There's hardly any. You got maybe a day or two in between trades, and now you got to deal with this, a $53 potential ticket? If the nose No, of no, your if, vehicle? I don't, if
1: I don't get a permit, it's a $110 fine.
0: Wow. Nice city, Toronto, huh?
1: Johnny, come on, man. It's tough enough out there. Yeah. You, guys, you guys are slow as shit getting the permits out. Come on, this is just, you know, that's just bullshit uh, it's You
0: bullshit. almost want a contractor to start running the city, huh? Somebody that knows how to run a business Nah, yeah, something to do with that, but we won't get political on this one <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so that's interesting, that's the funny thing that happened on the job site It's not funny It's not, it's funny though, it's funny, it funny, funny, haha like it's, Joe Joe Pes- it's Joe Pesci funny, okay, that's what it is Yeah, yeah
1: but other than that, you know what? The job's going great. We're going to uh, do the damp proofing and the uh, foundation wrap on hopefully Monday. So I got to go tomorrow and just run some chalk lines and say, do not go past this line when you're you know, spraying the damp proofing. Anyway. Are you going to write that on the concrete? Uh, yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> whoever, has the concrete the line, whoever has a chalk line, because <laughs> <Does> I know. <don't. laughs> the, does the concrete look really good? Looks, looks good, nice.
1: yeah. No, they did a nice job.
0: I find that a lot of the new guys in in foundation, I think they want to achieve architectural concrete forming. Looks like it, and it, and it almost it looks like a, like you can almost pass yeah. for it, and I like that. I actually like that because remember back in the day, or I mean, you probably know this. You'd see that cold joint. <laughs> yeah, that's well, I, there's that's one. I said there's to Marco, one. I go, hey, am I gonna
1: see any of those cold, cold joints, Jim? I go, yeah.
0: No. I said, all right? I don't think I've ever seen the DGR give you anybody a cold Cold joint. joint, Right. Right. Just a cold shoulder. (laughs) Nah, nah. You want a cold joint, you got to go to a certain part of the city.
1: I never never, never had a
0: cold joint. (laughs) Depends on which party you're at. True. (laughs)
1: That's all.
0: Okay, so right off the bat, we got a bunch of questions, a bunch of comments, everything like that. But what I want to say is, uh, Jim, like I think it was about maybe 40 addresses envelopes went out stickers everyone just was like boom boom gone 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 That's gone." crazy eh? and i actually counted again so i want to thank everybody for you know we want to thank everybody for listening to the show
1: reaching out this is you awesome
0: know, the show on 11 different podcast channels find it if you can't find it i don't know where you're looking but it's out there it's being listened to in 44 different countries yeah it's we in the ha-
1: corner store now you can listen to
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to start dubbing our, our, our voices, man, so we can start speaking in different languages around the world. I'm still surprised that a lot of people are listening to it in countries that are not primarily English, but it's good. Do we want to share a MAP? Do we want to talk about MAP?
1: Yeah, we, I think we should because it's time we, uh, we're going to start building this thing.
0: Yeah, so we've been talking about the association for a long, long time. Jim and I finally came up with a really cool name for it. So we're actually calling it MAP, which actually stands for the... Mentorship alliance program. Okay. Yeah. And that's what it, it the whole objective is about Jim and I just mentoring. Yeah. And and
1: others who have experienced everything that we have. And and hopefully, you know, we
0: build a community.
1: We we build the community, but we're also going to be, you know, bringing the guys that are retiring and yes. uh, and let them bring their experience to the table. For you guys starting out, you know what? Not even the guys starting out, guys that are in it the guys that are transitioning
0: the guys are going from being a renovator to a home builder or being a home builder to a condo or a high right. rise or whatever yeah you want to yeah. speak to other people that have done it and make fewer mistakes
1: cuz i think that's what will happen i mean once we start and and you know we get the membership going we're going to have that's the whole idea of the membership we're going to have guys like you and me that do custom homes, renovations and then hopefully there's going to be a bunch of guys that you know we got Dan my partner Everybody. He's done a ton of commercial. He everybody. Can, you know, he can
0: talk about that side of it. We're gonna basically connect everybody to everybody so that yeah. you got a question, this is the person you're gonna speak to. Yeah. And then hopefully yeah. it helps you, it guides you, and that's the whole idea behind the the mentoring of it. A hundred percent. So and guys, watch watch for it. Watch for the map. It's gonna roll out soon. We you know, we've been working on it, obviously we got day jobs, so it takes some time. Everyone's always surprised on how much gets done while we're still running a ship, which is really cool. Yeah, it's it's you guys that are listening that that make the show happen really well and and keep on growing and 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 we're motivated to keep on doing the show.
1: Well, it's all about you guys, right? That's I mean, all it that's is. that's really it is. I mean, at the end of the day, you have two guys sitting here that really drinking, drinking, <laughs> and and really you know really care about what they do. Yeah, and honestly, it's been good to us. Yeah. It's been a good business for us. And uh, I think it's, you know, it's a, I don't know, a little bit of payback.
0: That's right? what we want to do. Yeah. Give back. Not payback. Give back. Give back. Okay. Right off the bat, we're going to start off with Jason at property underscore max underscore development underscore corp. A lot of underscore stuff. I know. Well, nice. they want to separate their name, right? I just left it as Hardcore Rentals. You left it as Jim Carrick, right? Yeah. Uh, so, oh, by the way, at Hardcore Rentals, at Jim Carrick, at right. Carrick Hall Construction. Yeah. Uh, so Jason had a very heartfelt, uh, post about the lockdowns and how bad things have gotten for us and all. And, uh, he reached out after the post and, uh, my many Mondays that I shared about the three monkeys that are running this country right now. And, uh, he just went off. He couldn't, uh, he couldn't believe what's going on. He's a little disappointed. He really appreciated, uh, that I did the post post and then he was sharing his, and he was just saying that, um, it's truly sad that other influencers are not speaking up. Which I agree with him a thousand percent I think everybody's being careful Are the influencers Well that's a word that I think is abusive But I had a chat I, talk, I talked to Jason I saw his video And I was like dude I, I feel your pain We are all in this together Yeah. And, and I find it that Sure it's a political Situation that we're in all Right. But it's affecting the construction industry So if it's affecting the construction industry you should speak up. Doesn't matter if you got one follower, you got 300,000 followers. You should speak up and not worry. Am I going to lose a brand support? Or am I going to say the wrong, incorrect, in, polit- politically incorrect thing out there? How about just watching out for your brothers and sisters in the industry, the construction yeah. industry? How about paying attention to that?
1: And, and this isn't about brand support, guys. I mean, this is supporting each other. That's all it is. And you know what it's not only the construction industry that's taken a shit kick and everybody is I mean I'm just looking at my own family and I can and I can see it's it's having its toll on everybody everybody and you know now you know I've locked down the you know schools again and school's done this year like school's done I mean I mean the poor kid I mean I really my heart goes out to the kids because they they're suffering the most
0: the teachers really? teachers, they had a short stick to begin with, yeah, and now you're basically just taking everything away. You can't even teach kids the way virtually; it doesn't no. work well. No, and then kids are not learning when they should be learning. These are their years that they should be learning. This is well. This is when their little brains are like a sponge. Right? Yeah, and so you got to wonder what's going on there, right? So that's why I just rather it'd be nice to see a little more support in the construction community for the construction industry. Instead yeah. of just, you know...
1: And guys, like, you know what? I mean, I know there's a ton of you guys doing, you know, on social media and stuff like that. And again, like, don't listen to me about social media because I'm <laughs> just, I'm not, I'm not the dude. But but you have a platform. Like, you have a platform to to speak your mind. It's not, it doesn't have to be all glory. I mean, you know what? Shit happens. Just... Just like it happened on our site last week, we had a small issue with a few things with the uh, the car uh, the car lift pit. You know what? We got the engineer out. DGR boys showed up. It had nothing to do with them, but they were there to help with the solution. And our engineer was awesome. Gabe, he came out, and uh, we
0: had this thing dealt with in unfiltered unfiltered he came out unfiltered (laughs) unfiltered yes very unfiltered very realistic unfiltered Unfiltered. problem solving yeah by the team
1: and what came out of his mouth was look i'm not here to point fingers i'm here to come up with a solution we're all a team and that's it that's That's who you want that's construction that's it every day every job is going to have issues it's how you deal with them stop pointing fingers
0: come up with solutions And let's just get it done So I go back to Jason and Property Max Where it's like, why isn't there more support In the community on social media from construction We have a huge construction social media here in Toronto We have a huge one But yet, far and few I I think it's single digit voices are speaking up Well, I mean, let's face it Some of them just want to be on for the glory Mm -hmm. Look at all this great
1: stuff Right I won't get into that. No, I know you will. That's <laughs> I'm just going to say. Don't, though.
0: <laughs> Let's go out west. So, Jared actually is on here twice. So, Jared, what's up? I was actually just talking to Jared uh, out of Winnipeg there at Pacific Wild General Contracting. He actually sent me a message. So, he his message says, now I've seen it all LMFAO. City of Winnipeg is doing this program called Building Permit Reprieval Program for Residential Permits. You guys want to buckle up for this one? This one's this one's nice. What it means is if you did work prior on your home without a permit, the city of Winnipeg is giving you a year to apply for that permit, get it inspected, and have it noted. To come L- clean. LOL. Only thing uh, that they don't tell people is this, if it's already drywalled and they can't see the plumbing, electrical or any of the mechanical, you have to demo the drywall. <laughs> and if nothing is accessible, access to be provided. Uh, not only that, but the homeowners also are made aware that any work done on your home grants the city to raise your property taxes as a result of this. Yep. The city of Winnipeg wins again. Gas also went up at $1.15.9 fifteen point nine yesterday and a dollar overnight. So that was probably about a week ago. Oh. What do you think about the city going back to renovations that didn't have permits and now asking people to put up their hands and sure come in my house and rip off the drywall and improve the mechanical that's behind the we walls? You got
1: nothing better to do. Improve your system.
0: I my thinking I mean, is okay. Seriously. So if there's if it's a cash trap government. And you're looking for more cash to offset the money that you've wasted. You shouldn't really look towards the construction industry to do stupid things like that. But we're the low-hanging fruit, man. We need to unite and we need to have a more powerful voice. One voice isn't strong enough. We need to have our 1.3 million tradespeople across this country. To unite and speak yep. together—that's what we need to do. And then they won't fuck with us.
1: Well, even if they, at least we would have a little bit of say and 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 help the industry instead of always you know, making it a fuck. I don't know. We even know what the words are anymore. You know? I kind
0: of—I understand that the industry is blue collar, but I tell you, there's still a well, huge amount. I, of, you know
1: what? No, I see. I take offense to that, man.
0: I take—that's what I'm saying.
1: Like we're just, just because as we good. wear a, a blue shirt. What are all the What are all the shirts down in Bay Street? Yeah, blue. Yeah, it's the standard color, navy blue, blue shirt, tie, done. So who's the blue collar worker? They are, right? So at the end of the day, like uh, I, I take offense to being called a blue collar worker. I do you know what? It's I just
0: try. as important as any other career out right.
1: there. Right, I go out, I get
0: my job, do my job. It's not a fallback career, guys. It never has been. No. Maybe to other people that are not in it, they might think it's a fallback. You can't do anything better. You didn't get educated better. But don't forget that you guys can build a house and they can't. (laughs) Exactly. That's a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. I've always said that to the younger guys. I'm like, they may be IT this or IT that and they may be banker that or investment this or whatever, but they can't build a house. They don't have a clue. You build your house, man, you build your equity. Yeah. It's there. So, Jared, thanks for Matt. I, I know he's got another message that I'm going to bring up, uh, which I actually brief, briefly spoke to you about his little situation there. But we'll talk about it a little bit later on. Andrew Mehta from Georgian Renovations sent me a message. Hello, sirs. Andrew Maida here from Georgian Renovations. 31 years old. Project estimator, coordinator, purchaser, and customer service. Huge fan of the podcast. I listen daily. My favorite episode was the one with tropical heat.
1: Good ah. boys. HVAC
0: nice. Helped me so much With a client Who uh, wanted a 1100 CFM hood fan No I wasn't able To talk with them out of it Knowledge and great trades. Recently spoke with Mike from MagCore Demolition from him being on your show and just liked what he had to say. Jim's a huge idol of mine. Would love to be able to watch Real Rentals season four to seven, but the Canadian Amazon Prime doesn't doesn't have it. it. We were just talking about this the other day, right? Yeah. So I don't know what the deal is with that, but we'll figure it out. But we know that the American Amazon has all the seasons there. And uh, would love to have a coffee with you guys one day and talk construction or even show you one of my fixed price scope scope of works. Uh, nice. Thank you so much for creating the podcast and sharing all this knowledge and trades. Beautiful. Dude, Andrew, thank you so much for listening, man. I really appreciate you reaching out. I know that we're going to try to somehow set up and get a coffee without us being arrested by balas or <laughs> getting infractions or, or whatever, you know, like all kinds of shit. I'd
1: love to talk to him. I think um, you know, the first time I saw George and Renovations was down um down at the actually down at the home show. Oh,
0: was it really? Yeah.
1: They, they, were, got, they set up a nice booth. They they spent some serious cake. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. So yeah. hopefully they're doing well. They seem to be. They're, they seem to be. They're up by Lowe's. There
0: is that where they are. Up in Castlefield. And this know. show's not brought to you by Lowe's. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> All right. So now I got a. I got a very interesting. I got a very long one. So Amy and, and, and Amy, forget me. I think mean, honestly, you got to forgive me. I I'm terrible with names. If Jim had one more letter in his name, I wouldn't even know how to fucking pronounce his <laughs> name, right? So Amy, it's P E R L. Pearl. 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 What is it? P E R L. I'm going to go Pearl. Pearl? l. Per-L. Per-L. Yeah. Amy Perel Okay, Amy. So she sent me an email on uh, info at constructionlife.com. And so here's her email. She's got an issue. See-
1: what's the page below you at that? This one? Yeah. That's her email. That's 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 a book. <laughs> Amy, got, geez, you really got into this. She's got God it, love she's you. <laughs> and then and then
0: she sent me a follow-up today just nice. because because I left her a message on her page saying I'm really excited about you guys talking about my scenario here, right? So she's got a very very interesting right, scenario, right? Greetings from Southern Illinois near St. Louis. I've been enjoying your podcast, listening to them daily for the last month or so. I found them months after I had happened to find real Reynolds. Ah. You keep saying you're not relevant, eh? Right. And binged on all the seasons that, that I could. Of course, she's in the States, so she's got all the seasons there. It was fun to be scrolling through uh, the podcast and see Jim's name. Really enjoy the Q&A. Well, Amy, you're on another Q&A right now. Here is what I love uh, your opinion on, guys. I've heard you give support to guys who were in their late 30s and early 40s who talked about wanting to get into construction. I can one-up that and wonder if you would still be as encouraging. I am going to be 47 on Tuesday. So that was last week or the week before. So happy belated. I'm a woman with three kids, age 7 to 13, to wrangle. I have essentially zero knowledge or tools of building, yet I have a dream. I passionately want to save century homes. I love century homes, uh, make them functional and appealing yet restore them in a historical, respectful way. I'm worried that with motherhood taking over my life for so long, I've missed a window to start accumulating knowledge and experiencing, uh, experience and, and I'm just too old.
1: You're never too old. You're
0: never too old. Never too old. So page two. Sorry, guys. It's very long here. Chapter two. <laughs> I need a teleprompter. I have been pondering this for a long time, and my first plan was to go to school, as that is the way I have always uh, learned new things. So, uh, two bachelor degrees and a master degree. Good for you, Amy. Wow. Oh. I was going to do a two-year associate's degree in carpentry that had what sounded like a really well-rounded curriculum. Construction practices, site work and layout, rough framing. That's actually a sound like a good school. Construction, siding and exterior trim, technical math, carpentry, concrete, print reading, CAD, theory. Whoa. Squad cool is this, man. Yeah. Intro to business, sustainable interior systems, carpentry, internship. I thought this would be a really good way to learn things in an environment where it was okay not to know and to feel like things were coming at me in a systematic and thorough way. On the other hand, it would put off my earnings any money from another two plus years i also know that sometimes learning in school is not the same as the real world education and perhaps i wouldn't be as up to the speed as i might think i would be after i put the two years in okay Good so vers- school versus real on-site school uh that's one of our questions there at that point i started considering becoming a union apprentice and earning while I learned I've actually filled out the application for a local union and the ball is in my court to go out and find a company that would hire me and give me a letter of intent that feels like rather a daunting task to be honest it feels very luck of the draw and I like I'd end up having to switch up a number of times before I found a good fit both in terms of what I wanted to learn what I wanted to learn and let be and let's be real I do have three kids. Got Got to remind us of the three kids. No problem. Uh, While I do intend to not let it get in the way too much, it will get in the way sometimes. There's just no way around it. Maybe I'd be lucky, but I don't count on it. Also, I feel like what I want to learn about is so all over the place. I want a good understanding of the basics, foundations, framing, roofing, etc. But I also want to get experience with the finished carpentry side of things. When I one day buy that old house, I want to be able to do it all or at least understand it all, even if I have to hire someone out of it. I've been told I need to find a mom-and-pop type of company because I have a better chance of staying at one job site for the start to the finish rather than being at a big company and being put on a, a crew during one particular thing and just going from house to house doing just that one aspect of the build. Staying with one build at the end, I could see how the whole process worked. She's got a lot of questions here, Jim.
1: <laughs> All right. So why don't we just tackle that?
0: You want to tackle that for now? And then she's still got part yeah. two-ish kind of there. So I guess the union, non-union, going to school, but she's got the three kids. Well, I think that course that you mentioned is a lot. Some and it, and it sounds To over, learn. It,
1: it sounds a little overwhelming. It does. To me, for somebody that's never been into it. You might be discouraged. Right. And I, I think you're right if you hooked up with the with the union, you're going to get one thing and you will probably go from site to site to site. Doing the exact same thing. Doing the exact same thing because that's kind of how it works. The money will be great and you will get your hours for the apprenticeship. I tend to agree that the mom and pop, because that's what I was going to say, either get in with a small, small renovation outfit. company. yeah, That kind of does everything and you will... Learn. You'll learn. You'll learn a lot, but you're not gonna know. So, Amy, you're, you know, just you—you kind of got to get this through your head that you're not gonna be able to do everything great. Pick a few things that you really like, because the things that you really like, that's what you'll be great at. Learn the other things so you understand it. I mean, that's what it really is what a good GC is. They're not great at everything, but they know how it all goes together. That's the main thing. And if you like finished carpentry, then focus on finished carpentry. You will always, like, if you're good, you will always have a great job. And that will lead you into just learning everything else as you go along. You know, that's kind of where I would go.
0: Or... I agree. Or a restoration company. Because they handle a lot of that stuff. And that's actually a good angle. I know of two here in Toronto. And I'm pretty sure that every city has at least a few. Yeah. Uh, America more so than Canada because I think America restores quite a bit more than Canadian does. Yeah. But yeah, that's actually a good point. So if you kind of connect it with a restoration yeah. company, they're always tackling those problems. Right. They're but always- also
1: with a restoration company, it's an insurance thing too. True. You could get in, you know, when they, you know, whether it's fire, or water damage, or whatever, they rip it all out then you could get on the crew that goes and puts it back all together. So which would then pretty much have everything drywall. I guess I want to bring up a
0: point about, I mean, she's got the three kids, and I don't want to say, and it's not by any means, a negative. I mean, as an employer, what if for some reason she's got to handle something with her kids or something like that, right? I mean, how do you... I think in this day and age, you just have to accept it. They have to accept it. I, 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 mean, I myself, the other day, I just remember I got a text from Julio, who works for me, and and he was like, "Listen, I'm, I, I had a really bad night, and it was like kid related because he's got a brand new baby. Got to do it. And I was like, dude, take the day off. Like he felt bad leaving to leaving his girl there, leaving his daughter, leaving his his girlfriend there also. Yeah. And I was like, dude, take the yeah. day off. Yeah. Take care of it. I don't have a problem with that. I'll take care of the job site for today. Yeah. So Amy, don't be nervous about that aspect.
1: No, I mean I mean if if, if your employer, you know, does not see, you know, you putting your your family first, then you know what? Then that's not the employer you it's need the wrong to be one. with.
0: Yeah. So she goes on, lots to consider and I'm not sure the right way to go. I am fit and reasonably strong person, so I think I'd be okay on the job site, but can I compare with a 22-year-old guy? I was like, I want to tell you right now, you're probably a lot stronger than most 22-year-old <laughs> guys, okay? Are, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm going to... From the 22-year-olds yeah. I know, you're probably a lot stronger. Because, and
1: you sound like you got a ton of drive
0: right exactly. now. Exactly. Ambition will yeah. always trump. Always trump. Right? So, uh, no, uh, no, probably not in terms of sheer muscle. On the other hand, I'm eager to learn detail-oriented, and I clean up after myself, and I show up when I'm supposed to show up. These are all the things I've heard mentioned on the podcast as being highly desirable, and they're very well rewarded, and we expect those things. There you go. You
1: got got 50% of the battle done.
0: So what are your thoughts? Okay, so that's where we're at. What is the best way for me to go about learning about, well, everything? I fully expect to work for someone else for the least five years, whether I go to school or not, just to get my hands-on experience and pick up some extra knowledge on the job site, picking people's brains, etc. It would also be a good way to make connections at some Point when I had enough knowledge And some money in the bank Then I could find a project house Maybe starting with a small rental or something And go from there And Very that's
1: ambitious. exactly that's what great. you should
0: do You should be actually looking at Picking people's brains Asking questions I've always said that There aren't enough questions to ask And there's never a stupid question to ask right. So ask as many as you want The last point that she's got Well, last part kind of section I notice and appreciate when you say Men and women I've always said tradespeople I've always said men and women. I get it here in Canada. I don't know what the numbers are in the US, but Amy here in Canada is like 3% of of the trade force is female. Right. It's a small, small number, but there are still plenty of trades, people's trades, women. And it's growing. We're and it's getting, growing. trying to get more in. We want more. So yeah. we definitely want you in here, right? When referring to employees at the job sites, et cetera, I know there's a lo- there aren't a lot of us out there. You know we did the have a shop class at my high school, but being a top 10 college track student and a girl, my guidance counselor never even once mentioned it to me. You want to give me his name and his address, and I'll go beat him up. (laughs) (laughs) I never was on my it was never on my radar in the slightest. Funny how it can take so long to figure out who we are as people. I am a maker, but thus far have not gotten into wood building. The road feels really long, like I'm at zero and need to get to step one hundred. So even taking that first step is a bit scary. I think once I got the ball rolling, though, it would get easier. The podcast is awesome as well as your determination to share what you know with us up and comers and make the industry better. I'm so glad I came across the podcast and we'll look forward to any response. And heck, yes, I love a sticker. And heck, I think I actually did mail one out. So hopefully you got it. Uh, So that's where Amy's at. But then she also sent me a message today. So actually we want to touch upon, she's hungry, man. She's like a track star. I
1: I think she should go and try to get in with a mom and pop or a small renovation company and, and then try to take maybe a blueprint reading course online or, or a night course and do those other things that she wanted to do um, online if she can. But so Amy, if you do, and what, uh, Never mind. if, when you do, when you join up with this company, Make sure you sign yourself up for the apprenticeship. I don't know how it works down there, but find out how you can, that your hours will be put towards your apprenticeship and, so that you can, um, you know, one day in the next four years or so, get your red seal or yeah. w- whatever they call it down there.
0: Take your next step. Yeah. And just work your way up. So I responded. But let on... us, but sorry, man. Sorry? But,
1: but Amy, let us know how your, yeah, please. your progress goes and, and, If you do get hired on and who you're hired on with.
0: And if you've got any questions, please reach out to either one of us we'll answer them we'll get back to you so i responded on a post that she did because she was listening to the most recent podcast and she was loving it and so she's like i saw your reply on the post just thought i'd throw in one last last week the carpenter school i had open house met the instructor saw the facility liked it all right now i'm leaning towards going to that route for two reasons first reason feel that getting a job i'd likely be pigeonholed as you mentioned uh, and wouldn't get the broad exposure i'm looking for and would get with that i would get with school could see what i like best home in on a particular skill when i graduate in terms of the job i pick very true and then the second point is school is two days a week and to be honest i think this is a more realistic transition for our family being gone two days a week versus five at least at first i still have a first grader just attending a daytime school function this morning uh, she's also the treasurer of the PTO. The man, the, Jeez, she's, wow, geez, Amy, you got a plate not enough for me yeah. to go around. I'd say so. I will say goodbye to being able to do these things, but think doing it these it for anyone, any uh, sorry, doing it halvesies for another couple of years is the best for the family. On the other hand, I want to keep it up as a priority and moving forward. So hard to balance. Can't wait to hear what you guys uh, have to say. Thanks so much. So everyone can find Amy. So let's give her some support. She's got two yeah. Instagram pages. Uh, she's at, at Amy Peekson, P-E-A-K-S-O-N, and also at My Dream Prep. So at My Dream Prep is that she wants to find that historical building and she wants to renovate it. Amy, you're hungry, and I love that. Yeah. And, uh, and thank you so much for reaching out. And please
1: yeah, like, keep us posted. This keep us posted. Um, Let God, us know. You've, you've inspired me.
0: <laughs> Jeez, you've inspired a guy who's been in the business almost five decades i mean so thank you so much right And stay in touch honestly stay in touch okay all the best moving on now jim chris goodwin at chris scg 82 sent me a pic of a thief that stole 10k in lumber from a yard asking me is this what we can expect yeah i replied for sure This thief drove a stolen truck uh, through the gate at a a local home hardware in Guelph, Ontario, just outside of Toronto. That was being secured. And uh, people are going to keep on doing this, man.
1: It's going to happen.
0: Like, I know that all the memes are going around right now and everyone's laughing. The latest one right now is that uh, cocaine bust at the airport where it was lifts of wood and they smuggled cocaine inside the wood. (laughs) So it's like, we're not sure if they're bringing in the cocaine the or, or the bringing wood. In the wood. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I get it. It is funny, but it's also not funny. It's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Our buddy Joe Roselli. I uh, wanted to talk about his scenario. You remember his scenario you had a couple of weeks ago? So he had the dilemma of whether or not he wanted to go this route or that route. He yeah. was given an, uh, an opportunity for a job offer. Do you know where he decided on or where he's going to go? or do Turned you wanna... it down. He turned it down. Yeah. How do you feel about that, Jim?
1: That's where his passion was. That's he...
0: exactly where both of us told him. Yeah.
1: He, I just, At the end of it, he, I said, where's your head at? He goes, I just love the shit, the, the crap that goes on and... I said, good for you, man. Because in the long run, it whatever makes you happy. Yeah.
0: And in, if you're if you already
1: know going in that you're probably not going to be happy,
0: you will. Yet not. the money's good,
1: yeah. but again, money's not everything.
0: Yeah. And he's going to do well. So, just for everybody listening, so Joe had an option to work for somebody.
1: To, yeah. So sorry, guys. So nope. yeah. So Joe had an, an opportunity to get hired on by a. A big company. A big company, a fairly high-end, um, custom-owned place, and they wanted him to come on, manage, project manage, construction manage, whatever you want to call it. He called us on it, and we talked about it back and forth, and uh, just last week he called me up and decided and gave me his reasons why he decided not to go forward.
0: And they made sense. Totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. So, and I did mention I go whichever fork you decide on, hundred thousand percent towards that. Yeah, and don't look back on the other one thinking "Mm, maybe I should have. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. So, all the best to Joe there. Hopefully, it works out really well. We hope it does. For sure, it does. Where did I? Here it is. Okay, moving along. I want to do a shout out quickly to Linda. So Linda's at at livable underscore by underscore design. So Linda was on the show way, way back in the beginning. And so she focuses on living in place. So when you get to a certain age you convert your house to accommodate to you instead of you being trucked out to a nursing home. You know the deal, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's not far ahead. (laughs) Jim's decades away from that. So she's got a conference coming up on April 28th to the 30th. I did a post. I shared it. I want people to go check it out. So basically we're going to be focusing, she's going to be focusing on improving residential design for living in place, aging in place, accessibility, and now the big one, uh, wellness in home. Wow. These are all important things, especially during the whole pandemic, right? So, but to, you know what,
1: guys, listen to this stuff that's going on. I mean, because this is, this an is your opportunity. future Yeah, um, I know a lot of guys
0: are paying attention. They're realizing that uh, y- there's a market where it's here. Going. This is a market. There's a huge population that's going to be asking yeah. for renovations. I mean, look what's happening: laneway housing, everything, you know, tiny homes, multi multi generational homes. Yeah, like it's all, all this stuff. starting to happen. So, tickets are free. Registration is at uh, livablecanada.com. So, www.livablecanada.com. All the speakers are up on the site if you want to have a look, and uh, along with the final agenda, uh, we're doing an event again in October, and we'll focus on sensory design. You'll have a new day called Design Tech Summit that's coming up. The livable portion will do a deep dive into products to, spe- as to specify for the home along with materials. I'm putting together created uh, sections on sustainable products and low or no VOCs. It will be for both inside and outside construction. But again, this is a- that one's in October. This nice. one that's coming up is in April. So guys, definitely check it out uh josh josh at Onhive asks do you think they're going to shut down construction during this whole pandemic i know there was a threat of the recent one non-essential construction right and technically speaking no projects that don't have a permit or haven't started yet cannot start currently right now in toronto right i'm hearing the same thing out west as well
1: i think so i think if there's no permit issued then i don't think they can start
0: but if you started and you're going, then you can continue. Right. So do you think that even though because our numbers are not going down because our leadership are just morons, is it going to get worse to the point where they're going to finally say, you and me, Jim, custom rentals, they're going to stop. You have to stop. But how this. do you
1: do Like I, this is you and I talked about this. Like how do you stop it? I mean, you know, we have clients that have rented homes and they have to be out at a certain time because whatever, they're, you know, there's other renters coming in leave you can't leave a framed house alone for months because it's all going to be twisted to ratchet and everything else which will then compromise the structure of the house that's an insurance issue at that point right i mean so like no i i don't think this can happen and if they do it's it's just going to be mayhem like you it'll be worse do it like i mean you know, stop, the, stop it where it's coming in. It's at the airport.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of other know? ways that you can actually stop this, right? So they're not being proactive. They're definitely being paralyzing reactive. That's the scary right. thing. I uh, mean, let, and,
1: and let's just kind of take a step back. I mean, nobody's been in a pandemic before. Everybody's learning. Our leaders are learning. And, you know, it's easy for us to sit back in the cheap seats, cast blame on everybody. But at the end of the day when you when it boils down to you know let's say our our drama teacher leader you know <laughs> let's uh let's you know let's <laughs> shut it down where it's supposed to be shut down and that's international yes <laughs> right you know and then if there's hot spots get the vaccines in the arms in the hot spots yes that's how vaccinate vaccinate the teachers vaccinate the front you know the the frontline workers you know us uh, the rest of us you know just we'll just stay in
0: lockdown here's a crazy idea how about the drama teacher go on google (laughs) and just source out all the countries and cities that are doing really well right now and find out what they did and copy it well, he can't because he he has to let them all in so he has
1: votes. <laughs> for The next.
0: Oh, I get. It. I thought we're not getting political. So, so here. the more people that come in, it slows he, down his Google feed that he can't download anything. Is that what it? And he can't get any knowledge. He can't read the cue cards. No, he just wants votes. Yeah, he just wants votes. Eh? <laughs> Good luck. I'm predicting that all three monkeys will be gone. At Rusty underscore Carpenter. My man, Rob, reached out asking for stickers and thanking us for the podcast. He's a huge fan and has listened to every single show. Wow. Thanks, Rob, so much, man. Really appreciate it. Um, Awesome. At Matthew Vincent uh, TBG. Matthew Vincent Building Group reached out and sent me a bunch of price increases from DuPont, Henry, ICP, DAP, Polytarp album engineering, wr metals, ge silicones, stega, Silca. it's not just lumber guys. Everything's gone. It is not just lumber. Yeah, he sent me all the I think I forwarded them all to you. Like it's just like it's greed. I don't give a shit what anybody no, it's says. All greed. It is pure greed. Yeah. They're taking yeah, yeah. advantage of what's going on and they're just making some pure cake. That's all it is. and We and, said it before, man. Capitalism at its finest. That's exactly what's going on here, and it's a shame, and we have to do something about it. I don't know what, but we have to do something. I'm going to make a suggestion on Monday. Let's see what happens. All right. I'm sure a lot of people will laugh at me, but I don't give a fuck. Man, uh, truck, truckers did it. Yeah, it's true. I saw that video. It was actually pretty cool. Jason from at the Keystone Car tr- contractor. Uh, you reached out. Jason's reached out a few times. Just finished episode 129. I'm trying to remember 129. Had to listen again and as my attention on the first pass wasn't there. Yeah, we feel the same way, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the episode, you guys were asking who you wanted to be a part of your association to help others and give back. Please add me to your list and let me know what I can do. As you know, I'm a one-man show, more or less, and anything I can do to help other fellow tradesmen who struggle would be great. Enjoy your weekend. I'm scratching, I'm scratching grout lines. So we got support, Jim. Uh, guys yeah, wanna there
1: you go. There's there, there's uh, lots of guys yeah, out there and I mean, girls
0: that wanna help each other out. Yeah. This is really about unity, man. So Jason, I really appreciate that, man. So that's,
1: that's very cool.
0: Just stay tuned. Map is coming. Everyone's gonna see the map. That's what's gonna happen there. He also follow can, the map. Follow the map. There he goes. He also continues, I got the lovely sunset coming Sun's in my coming eyes. In, here. Now it's setting I know in the right? blast, hey? Hey? Look at this, hey. Wait, We're yeah.
1: sitting on the edge of a mountain. <laughs>
0: Six feet apart. Yeah. Oh, Christ. 60, 60 feet apart. <laughs> uh, he also continues. Sorry, I've gone through all the hard times. You want sunglasses? No, I don't want sunglasses. <laughs> uh, I've gone through all the hard ways to do business and all the stupid risks that we did as we were invincible and younger. Yeah, we we've all been there. Trust me, Jason, we have. Anything I can do to share to the young, help young and old to save a body from breaking, a marriage from ending. Good uh, one, brother. Good or one. just to keep folks sane. You know, I'm still learning, but when I hear questions uh, out there, I'm so shocked at what people just don't know. I literally talk to you when I'm listening to this show like you could hear me. (laughs) We hear you, Jason. Trust me, we hear you, man. Uh, I'm starting my Aurelia job, two bathrooms and a half on a house of windows next week. It's a 1.25-hour drive each way. I'm already looking forward to restarting the TCL series again. Third time, I still pick up new info. I wish I had more of the techie background so I could help you guys out. I'm just a caveman on the tools. Welcome to the club.
1: Love cavemen. We We need cavemen. We, man. we
0: need the caveman Jason thanks so much man really appreciate that You're listening and reaching out and, and you want to help out others Just like we are At DLC Installations Reached out and had to say this About our little show You are truly an inspiration Things I wish I could say We are afraid to say them As contractors, remodelers, etc Love your podcast Forza
1: people Don't, are be afraid. Afraid,
0: man. Don't be afraid like, man People are honestly afraid Of saying something that's recorded Right Jim, are you afraid of saying something that's recorded? I know I got to edit some things. That
1: <laughs> I mean, you know what? I mean, obviously, you have to be careful what you say today, these today, days, any day, anytime. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, we do touch on some on some touchy, touchy spots or issues or whatever. But I, don't, I think there are issues that need to be brought up. Mostly they need to be discussed. I mean, you know what? Have have you crossed the line?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why are you pointing the finger at me, man?
1: Yeah, maybe a little bit. Your toe kind
0: of went over Wait, a little bit. Hang on a sec. Is it blue or red? That's the temporary chalk line. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the temporary one You're these days. The one. <laughs>
1: but no, you know what? I think more people need to, to speak out and I, yeah. just speak your mind. Tell us what's bothering you. It's just you know, it's just criticism. That's all it is. If you you know, if you can if you can handle it. I mean, I've had more shit flung at me over the
0: years and I'm still here.
1: It's just how you it's how you deal with
0: it. That's all it is, man. Yeah. And I- I honestly, guys, anybody who's listening, if you guys are a little too afraid. To just speak up, you're concerned or whatever, fuck, send it my way. It. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up. I don't I'll care, man. I, I will If it's got anything to do with making the construction industry better, I will speak up. Right. I don't give a shit if I ruffle feathers, right? So it's just, and I'm sure, Jim, you're the exact same way, man. Uh, you know,
1: I've, I've you just did time, it more man. subtly. That's you know, all it is. Did. You did it
0: with more panache back in the day. <laughs> That's, I, I'm just like a, a, a boulder. That's all it is, man. It's just like, but I'm getting softer. I could have lashed out on an email or text that I got today. True. Yeah, I could have, but I didn't. You didn't. You're getting better. I started typing it, and then I deleted all of it, and I just said, thank you. Send me an email, and that was it. I didn't continue with what I was creatively really wanted wanted to say. say. Um, At Glenwood Construction reached out with a couple of questions there, Jim. Hey, guys, very quick question. Those are my boys. Are they? Oh yeah, we, go, we
1: all DM back and forth all the time. <laughs>
0: he's throwing, See, me, he's and throwing you say, me. And shit you say all you're not te, you're not tech savvy, man. You're you're finally doing all the DMs now, <laughs> man. Uh, very quick question, but one that keeps coming up for me all the time. How do you handle it when a past client reaches out to you for the contact information of one of your subtrades, or if a subtrade goes back to work for one of your past past clients without consulting you first? This happens a lot. I feel like they should be going through me. Is that unreasonable? Anyway, I know you're a busy guy, but I respect your opinion. And if you had a moment, I really appreciate your thoughts. Another quick question, man. We've been torn up over this for a while and it's burnt up, uh, burnt us in the past, but we have clients that want everything broken down. Do you guys break your quotes down for customers? Two questions, two parters. So second right. Uh, subtrades going back and kind of, so
1: you know what, that, that is, yeah, that's a, that's a touchy one. And I get it a lot. And I always, you know, if the client calls me and then I, you know, if there's, you know, we did something for the, or was it a couple of years ago, whatever, you know, Oh, can I get in touch with your plumber? I got a little job from, I usually just let it go and, and let them deal with them directly. Um, because I found, in the long run, it only benefits you, and it just makes you look better. So that's when, something about you. you. Yeah, it does, right? You're not you're not all there that you you have to make a buck on everything. And I think um, it just it, it just you know at the end of the day, they'll recommend you that much more and just say, yep. hey, you know what? He, yeah, he's great. He comes back, or he just lets us, you know. Use their plumber, use their electrical. I, th- I think it's in, in the, the uh, it, there's more upside to just letting it go. Now, if they're building an addition or something like that, that's, well, a, different that's a different story. But if it's a small little thing,
0: uh, I would let it go. I think if it's like a one trade, I need something one taken time. care of. One time, one trade kind of yeah. thing. Sure, go ahead. No problem yeah. at all. But yeah, you're right. If the, if it's an actual project and you need, you need the team back, you need everybody back. That's a different story. I mean, you know, I
1: mean, you build a relationship with these with these people, right? Especially if you're doing a whole house and you're there for 12 months. I mean, I'm still I'm working on clients now that I'm you know for their second homes, and third projects that we've done with them. Christ, I'm a dinosaur, and uh, (laughs) but they just they ask, oh, is do you still have Danny? Is he going to come? Can he come? that's great, you know. Do you still have Kenny? Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. Do you have that's what they want. They want the
0: familiar. family back. They're right? familiar. They want yeah. the team back. Yeah.
1: You know, or they'll say, I want Darren on the job to fin- do the finished carpenter, Right. So, you know, okay, well. He's there. He's there. Right. So it's just, it's just one of those things. But your next question. Breaking yeah, it all down. People want it all broken down more and more. I'm, but, uh, and I'm
0: uh, doing it these days. And and I just, I kind of just tell them, please don't compare apples and mangles. Right. Because you'll look at my broken down, and I told this to to uh, to Glenn there, they will do that. It's just instinctive. They will just go, I got another quote, and he's a little cheaper on this one line item versus yours. But you're cheaper on a bunch of other line items versus his. So then why are you apples and mangoes, right? right. So I think you should look at, clients speaking, because we have clients listening, you should look at the overall. Look
1: at the overall. Yeah. And, you know, some of your trades may be a little more than someone else's trade. In answer to your question, it's getting more and more. I mean, like, I think, I don't know if i mentioned before, but we have, I don't know, 180 items on our budget sheet. So <laughs> in answer to your question, yeah, we break it down. But I think in the long run, man, it it covers your ass. It does. You know, that it's there. If
0: it's not in the box, then, hey, I didn't price it. Right? What What's the term? Chunking? Chunking things down Like you break things down into Chunking visuals. things down I think it's called chunking I don't mm. know I gotta look that up Maybe I could be making that shit up Maybe I don't know But it's <laughs> like Instead it of chunking. having one big number And everything attached to it You kind of just You break it into individual smaller numbers And then here right. it is And then they can kind of Discuss it at that point And then go from there you know, I, I guess it depends on what kind of client. If they start nickel and diming you over what a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or maybe a thousand on one line, is that the real client that you want to be working with? Right, right. So that's a different question, right? So. Yeah. So well, the, hopefully
1: that it's that's answered your question, man. Helps you out. All right. Thanks, yeah.
0: uh, at Glenwood Construction. Uh, shout out to Ray. I got to introduce you to Ray from at Building Passive, gym okay. He's building those two houses. They're yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah, not yeah, too far from me. where you are going on right now. That's the houses that uh, Jesse also did as well. So at Barbosa Carpentry. And uh, everyone, I'm encouraging you guys to check him out. Right now, he's drywalling. So he's just finished a bunch of HVAC and a bunch of ceiling, a bunch of tape. And I was, I was blown away. I've never seen... 12-inch HVAC runs in a resi house. He's got quite the HVAC setups system. What do you mean 12-inch? 12-inch ductwork. 12-inch round ductwork.
1: Spiral pipe, wow.
0: Yeah. These are feeding because he's got it all separate. He's got his heating, AC, and air and ventilation all separate, three separate lines. Wow. It's pretty impressive. It is pretty impressive. Interesting. So check him out, guys. That I would like to see. Yeah. yeah, I really like yeah. To well, it's all getting yeah. covered up right now by drywall. It's probably right. all covered up right now. But uh, he's got images. He's got kind of all kinds of images, right? Uh, I think you were talking to Jay McDonald from Elite Contract uh, Construction. Yeah. He has very. He has something very cool coming. I just wanted to do a quick shout out without releasing it. I think I may have mentioned it to you. But Jay reached out. He sent me a DM, and he wanted to pick up uh, my brain about something. And I totally said, dude. Here it is. And I told him exactly what I've done. And he took his notes and he started taking it from it. But he's got something coming out. And I've already promised him that we're going to shut it out because I 1,000% want to support him on it. Okay, man. That's all it is, right? So cool. I'll just uh, I'll tell Jim that. Yeah. That's all it was, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you guys will hear about it soon enough because he's working on it. And he sent me a picture of it. And I was like, oh, he's close. He's close, right? So I'm looking forward to that. Griffin McCabe uh, from at GCM uh, or GC McCabe uh hey thanks for sharing your van setup i am in the process of making some modifications to my trailer so it was great to see what you've done question for you how concerned are you about security with your van do you take extra precautions when you're not using it cameras or anything like that just curious have so much money inside there of course also i rock the shirt you sent me at least once a week so thanks for that keep up the great work you know what I've always said that most times that guys get broken into contractors, they're broken into by other shady contractors.
1: 100%.
0: And it pisses me off that somebody in the business would do that to somebody else in the business because those tools are their livelihood. Yeah. They feed their family with those tools. And so for you to do that, and and it's just, I I always, I hate those guys who slowly roll up beside you. Hey, you want to buy some tools? I told you that story, right? Yeah, I know they came back and sold us our tools back <laughs> i didn't know they could so I, all, all you can do is just i don't know security monitor i mean there's amazon's got so many kinds of cameras that you can set up wi-fi you can put them you'll at least get I some think the best way to
1: do it like it number one to get rid of the windows in the back of your van yeah, if that's, that's what huge do and put the cage up behind the driver's seat and the passenger seat and if you do have a house or whatever, just back your vanning up to the wall. I mean, sure, you have the
0: side door, but... I've always joked where put a beware dog sign on both the sides of your gates on your house because nobody wants to find out if it's a big dog or a small dog. <laughs> no. So I just like, I mean, uh, I've had plenty of friends who have had their houses breaking into and I just said, listen, put a beware dog. I, yeah. I have one and I've been... But there's Lucky. so much
1: technology out now You can put the cameras up And if there's movement It tells your phone Like the alarm goes it's off It's
0: true The only problem is that The people who are doing this They're probably wearing You know clavas or whatever right Yeah and but if
1: it's in your driveway You'll hear it
0: You'll hear it That's the right. you deter it That's all it is right All you can do is try to do As much as you possibly can Because the reality is that We can't offload our van We can't no. offload our trucks We can't It's impossible Mind you these days Jim I'm still storing lumber In a safe secure area Right because last thing I need is someone come along with a flatbed and go, ooh, payday. Yeah, there's my deck. Mm, I know. So so that's all we can do, man. Uh, I hope that helps out. But yeah, I mean, I think the van setup is always a sweet setup for any trade that's out there, except for hardscaping, landscaping guys. The pickup yeah. trucks are still a, the way to go, and trailers are still the way to go for that. But I think almost every other trade, vans do really well. A special shout out to Vito from at Right Way Construction. The guy has got one of the sexiest espresso machines on the job site ever man like this is <laughs> a beautiful piece of work of art like it's just stunning 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 so i just want to do a shout out from there laura or at laura.friedman introduced me to this is going to be good jim all right so we're actually going to have emily on the show so she introduced me to at movement rooms emily dragonman uh she's the owner and designer of these rooms that she's created for children so they're kind of like Moving walls or active walls, like and she builds and, and designs and puts everything together, like the the rings and the ladders and all kinds of stuff. So actually, she reached out to me when I did a rant, and then uh, and I said, you know what? I really like what you're doing, what you're designing. I want to do a shout out. I want to try to get you on the show. I want to talk about how you got into this whole business. And so she's designing these really cool things for homes. Very and I cool. like it a lot. So we'll get her on the show eventually. Climbing wall and stuff. It's like climbing. It's all kinds of stuff. It's it's rings. It's like it's all. She just designed and she makes it. She makes it herself So she's Her and her husband, husband, her and her husband I Tom. saw Yes yeah. I, That's brilliant And I think it's amazing That she's doing that and, and she's been Trying to build it During this whole craziness That's been going on So I just said I'd i like to Yeah, yeah. Know, like to I've spoken to those. her And I was like You know what You gotta come on the show I wanna hear the story i want to give
1: one of those To my grandkids
0: Yeah They would have a hoot with it Man seriously So we talked to about that Yeah So we'll get her. So, guys, follow her. Uh, It's at movement rooms. That's where you can find her, okay? At country oaks contracting sent me a meme about the Fast and the Furious doing a crazy stunt to get onto a cargo train, not to steal cars or money, but to steal lumber. (laughs) <laughs> That's where the Fast and Furious franchise is they're still in Lumber. Um shout out to Chris uh Mandolia. Uh he's the one I think I mentioned, uh sixteen years old. He's eighteen he started at sixteen, he's eighteen now, and he's an OYAP student. Nice He's an Oyap student He's a fan of the podcast And was recently on an Oyap Zoom call that I talked to you about I mentioned that right And then he DM'd me later on And he was actually He's hustling man He's trying to learn his, what he can You can find him at Chris underscore the Underscore Canadian Underscore carpenter <laughs> There's lots of underscores And he even suggested that I hire him So I said maybe one day I will hire him So we'll see what happens man Nice Okay Chris thanks so much for listening Moving on Moving on Moving, moving on up. Here we go. Where are we at here? Okay. <laughs> at Wolf Construction LLC reached out about a job site cleansing. Oh. So he actually did a video and he took over a job. He like me and like you because you've taken over a job before. I've done it before. He was reluctant. He didn't want to really want to do it. But when he came into the job site, he found a bunch of personal stuff from the client kind of pushed and stacked into closets. But it wasn't covered and protected from the previous contractors so there was like dust all over this personal stuff and he just felt that this was wrong it shouldn't be that way and he was kind of disappointed and disgusted that someone would just like do this and let this happen and i agreed with him i totally agree so he reached out to me and just asked my opinion about it and i just i said i had to like i mean like i agree with you dude it's wrong that 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 That's what they did. And that's what you think is wrong. It's true. It's true. I'm going
1: to say something right now. Sure. And I just did it to one of my own guys today. We're doing a renovation and I haven't been there for a couple of days. He's running the job. He wants to start running jobs. So we gave him this little one. I went in today and we have a, you know, actually the, the job is, my old house that I built 15 oh, years that, ago. Oh, yeah,
0: that project, yeah. Yeah,
1: so you know we're putting in new, um, putting in some new elm reclaimed elm floor and stuff. So the AV guys there and everybody's there who's hired by the homeowner and and I walk into the family room and I see tools um, all over the floor,
0: unprotected. Yeah. Oh,
1: even though they're getting sanded.
0: It doesn't Still. matter.
1: So I got, so I went in. I go, hey, are you serious? You go what? What's with all the tools? Guy standing there. You got all your yeah, but they all got rubber, you know, rubber knobs on the bottom of the things. And I said I
0: don't care. Someone kicks it over.
1: Yeah, it's it's you can't sand out a dent. A dent. Come on. Okay, okay. So he threw everybody out. the house, cleaned up tools down i said what's that up against the wall i asked you to bring the one eighth hardboard here specifically for this
0: masonite drop it down drop it down man tape it together do whatever and then drop your Just hammers your drop your tools drop whatever you want it yeah. doesn't leave a dent
1: so but anyways you know what i mean he learns they, they learn and He's that's learning. how you learn
0: so it happens on all sites so you know shouldn't though So his response, he had to say, thank you so much for your input. I really appreciate you taking the time. I made that video in the heat of the moment. Eh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, And was starting to have business post remorse, LOL. Keep up the good work, brother. Your content helps me and my business out a lot, especially personal growth. I also want to convey that for me, everything you do online never goes unnoticed. And I follow and watch constantly. Thanks, man. Beautiful. I really appreciate that, man. I know people are watching me. Yeah, they're watching you, brother. (laughs) Got a few more here, Jim. A few more. Philippe. Philippe Julio. uh, Again, with the names, man. J U L I A O. Okay. Julio. Julio. I'm not Spanish. I'm Portuguese, man. At F I L J U L. (laughs) Send your letters to Jim. A O. Uh, Manny, thank you for having the courage to say what you had to say this morning. I believe he was talking about the the Three Stooges. Uh, you're one of the only people that I have seen comment about the impact on the families. Oh, no, 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 no. That was something else, yes. which I'm going to keep quiet about for now. But yeah, so our industry will get through this. But this is a big step back and everyone needs to do their part. Question for you. Would you rather hire a fresh young kid? or someone slightly older that is changing careers or industries. You guys have talked quite a bit about the younger generation, but I think there is an untapped pool of workers who are, are a little older who are looking for a change. I myself did this. I have two university degrees and worked in management for a large GC then switched to being full-time on site in concrete forming. I'm a lot happier and I feel like it's what I want I was meant to do. Thank you for the stickers by the way. They proudly displayed on my truck van. I don't dismiss anybody at any age. I don't give a shit who you are. I don't dismiss anybody for whatever their background is. I don't dismiss anybody. I just. So, what's
1: the pros and the cons of this?
0: So, versus a young guy versus a guy who's doing a transition, I guess. Those are the two options here. Right. Um, We all know the stigma or the stereotype with the younger guys. Okay. But is there a stigma or a stereotype attached to the guys who are shifting gears to a different career? I don't know could be habits that have been formed. It's true. And so if is, you
1: get so let's just stick start with the young guy. You yeah. know, maybe you can mold him the way you want. If he shows up and he's got drive and he's he's interested, sure. Then I think he's you can you can teach him the way
0: you want. Well, I guess is he talking about two different kinds of slightly older guys? Like one that's coming from a completely different career outside of construction. Well, we and then see it coming. all the time. So, let, it...
1: so let's just say, okay, so somebody, as far as I'm concerned, you know, if we say older guys, let's say somebody in their mid-30s yeah, wants to change it. Well, he's been working for at least 10 years.
0: So he gets it. Gets it. But what's he been working at? See, that's what I mean. Is it a pro or con? Let's say he's an electrician. He wants to shift gears into plumbing. Is that a good thing, bad thing? He already knows the industry.
1: Then it's, then it's just uh, you just. I I think he's already knows. They yeah, like you say. You know the industry, you know the pace. You're just taking
0: on another trade. So is he, it better than the young guy who wants to get into electrical or plumbing? That would be yes. That would be better. Of course, it would be
1: right. But I'm saying you're taking somebody in IT, dude, from IT,
0: get into construction. That
1: sits at a desk. And uh, I guess the 15, biggest thing break, I see Is 15 breaks yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: That they're so used to uh, You know where's HR HR doesn't exist What's wrong with you Yeah like, like, Yeah so you got the office guy Right Office guy or girl
1: I gotta go down to the washroom. No there it is That plastic door <laughs> That's the one Shake it up a bit <laughs> You won't stay in there long
0: uh, Yeah you know what said, hmm. Yeah you talk about the young guys And you can mold them But the problem is that a lot of young guys, they have that stereotype for a reason, right? Well,
1: hopefully, hopefully the the ones that shows up doesn't. You know, and like I said, and I've been lucky. I got I got a couple of young guys
0: that just they're rock. They're hungry. They're hungry. That's the difference. You know, it's Nineteen and twenty three. But I'll be honest with you, Jim. I've gone through a lot of young guys.
1: That just, I think you have to go through a lot. (laughs) Yeah. And I
0: found one really good one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I know that I know a lot about the trades that right now, there was that one week, I think it was last week, man. I was like hit by five guys asking me, I need this, I need this, I need, and I'm like, dude, like, when did I become manpower? I don't understand. Like, I don't get it, but I'll see what I can do. But I did reach out to Oya, Matthew. I did reach out to uh, Ralph there over at uh, STC. Yeah.
1: I mean, guys, like if you're
0: looking for people, Ralph's the guy. He's the guy to talk to. And he's actually on the hunt right now for a couple of trades that I know that I've already introduced him to. I know that with Oya, two people were sent to one person that I know. The first one was a car crash. Right. He just, he didn't get it. He just didn't get it. And the second one, she was amazing. Like amazing. But. She's got some Like family There's there's things going on But she's also only 18 years old Yeah she's young Come on she's But teenage. she's hungry though Right good So job. I just I told Oh yep I told Matthew I was going Dude She's good man Like she has a future In this business If she really wants it Right yeah. And she, she was a thousand times Better than the other guy thousand times so very very impressive right but she's young i think you could be any age if you could be young you could be a transition guy you got to have that hunger you got to have that passion you got to be but that's what and
1: and i'm I'm, when i'm saying she's young and you're saying you know there's that family thing and everything else and she's whatever 18 Uh, you're 18 you're head somewhere else i mean it's just something you can you can manage
0: it is right you gotta teach so I don't know if
1: we really answered that one there, Philippe. I think we have. I mean, I think you, you know, the I mean near... The interview, first of all, the interview tells everything.
0: Oh, it does 100%. You're you can tell whether they got drive or not. You know within speaking to somebody for like Jeez. two minutes if, it, if, right. if they're going to be good or bad. You just know it. But I guess my question to you, Jim, is that if you had an option, both guys are exactly the same. You get the same sense. Are you going to choose younger or a guy who's transitioning from a different industry? No. <sighs> do, 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 do. That's a hard question to answer, right? Huh? It is a hard question. I'm thinking by, by myself. Okay. So I'd probably take the guy, the older guy. Yes, I would. And why? Most likely as a family. Yeah. He has That more, would be the deciding factor. Yeah. Because a young guy is still rock and roll. Yeah, And and he could be here He could be there And he, he can take off to get to And that's the, that's the stereotype Yeah, He could be But you're right That the slightly older guy Who's transitioning He might have a puppy or two That needs to be taken care of Right? Yeah So <laughs> <Puppy or two. laughs> Depends on how many times He goes to the pound Okay That's all I'm saying I need some light here Jim Oh no, you need light now? I no, need geez, some okay, light I, know, I can't hardly read here now We had We're, the sun coming I know, but it's not there anymore, man. There we go. There's a switch. Okay, and now I can see. Okay, Justin, Justin Misna, out of Wisconsin. Where's you? Where are you hiding to? There he, what's going on there? Out of Wisconsin, at clear underscore choice underscore construction Instagram. is full of underscores, huh? Here's a little sad story, guys. Uh-oh, we gotta do a little sad story here. Okay. I <laughs> What is that?
1: This is what my secretary gave me.
0: And it says. Fuckity
1: fuck fuck. (laughs) I'm fucking done.
0: (laughs) Two words, one finger.
1: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) A. And fucking credible.
0: (laughs) Hashtag fuck you. (laughs) Fuck this. Fucked again. <laughs> Why
1: don't you go outside and play hide and go fuck off? <laughs> there you go. That's what, right. that's what
0: somebody put on my desk. Okay, so this show is going to have explicit <laughs> now.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, Sorry, guys, for all you people that don't we, like that word.
0: We we had to just frigging get it in there. Yeah. Justin Meese now. Okay, all right. So out of Wisconsin, at clear underscore choice underscore construction. He has a little sad story, Jim. As most guys have. I have a large pile of corded tools. Oh, I remember this story. That just collects dust. Multiple saws, sawzalls, routers, jam saws, you know, all the stuff that I now have cordless. I thought I'd post a picture of them on Facebook with a listing that says free tools for young adult looking to get into construction or start a business. What a great idea. What a mistake, he says. <laughs> I think it's a great idea, but he thinks, what a mistake. I was bombarded by hundreds of messages from people, not a single person who was looking to go out on their own. I asked every one of them to tell me their story. Now, I think I've heard every bullshit story on earth, everything from what to turn a school bus into a mobile tiny house to I just bought a bunch of houses to flip and I don't have tools. I did have two guys that I had conversations with and I felt they were good humans so I tried to get them to give me a day when they could stop by. Both of them asked me if I could be more descriptive on what the tools what tools I have and how many. Free tools guys, free tools. If this is next generation to take over the building world, we are Fucked (laughs) So it's fitting that you did that whole intro there Jim I'm telling you that right now Um, I finally decided that they will go to my nephew A senior in high school Who was able to build a house for school And loved it You know what
1: I I would bring one or two of them out on job site man
0: And use them And use them Just lay lay them around Just bring it out Let old school be there how about how about play jokes on the guys and just swap out some of their tools and put a corded one there and see what happens <laughs> when they go there at, and they this? get pulled out, they get pulled back or something. But I mean, like, what, as a young kid, you want to get in. You you don't have tools. Like, I mean, to buy a whole new set of tools, how much money do you guys think you're gonna spend? You gotta spend a few thousand dollars. Yeah. If you get into a table saw or a miter saw, you gotta spend some pretty pennies, right? Yes. And this guy's offering free tools. and then they're they're being those up in the air entitled talking about. At, you know what?
1: All, most of our fin- well, most, our, our finished carpenters, it's all corded
0: tools, not cordless. I still, I still have a bunch of corded tools. Yeah, I still have a bunch of corded tools, man. That's a shame. I agree with you, honestly. I do. It's sad, but you're. You know what though? I think you made the right decision by giving it to your nephew. Nice. Let him enjoy it, and then he'll yeah. use it. Well, at least you know where it is. Exactly. That's all it is, right? Kevin Soto. Kevin Soto T. The same Kevin from a at KS Interior LLC. He's out of Long Island, New York. Sent me a bunch of angry emojis regarding lumber. We chatted about clients need to help us out. They need to speak up for us, and I a thousand percent agree with him.
1: Right, because I mean, at the end of the day, we're not paying for it. The clients paying for they it. They are paying for it. Right. They and and you know and if you know future or homeowners are listening, like guys, like you know, this is not for us. It's for you at the end of the day. I mean, housing prices are going up because of this. Everything's going up. Like, it's insane what's happening. And there's, sure, okay, there might be a shortage, but does it really mean that we have to double the price of a piece of plywood, double the price of a piece of, of a piece of mill or a two by four?
0: Back Come to on. greed. Back to greed.
1: It's just greed. There's enough. Millionaires being made in this COVID shit
0: Millionaires How about billionaires, billionaires man Yeah. Are clients Having any conversations with you Outside of this is increasing our budget Are they discussing Is there something we can do Jim Is there like can I speak to my Local MP can I talk to somebody No
1: they're, they just, they're basically They're accepting it It's a lot of money man It's a lot of money, but I guess you got to look at it this way. I mean, you know, this, uh, this, this one that we're doing now, I mean, it's a, it's an increase of $75,000.
0: That's a lot of money. It's a huge amount of money. It's doubled. Yeah.
1: But I guess you look at it this way that their house just went up. Once this thing's finished, probably four times that once the car, once the, uh, once the house is finished. So, I guess if you kind of look at it and you, you really think it out that, okay, I have to pay this. And let's just say the average new home now is an extra cost of thirty to $40,000 on, on each home. The cost of real estate has gone up a
0: lot more than that. I was going to bring that up. I go, I'm wondering, are clients not speaking with us or for us because they just figure... The housing prices is also going up, so if we're paying this for our lumber or our extra material, our house price is actually going up too. So we're actually going to make more money from selling this. Right. Is that why they're maybe keeping quiet? And-
1: I, I, I think if somebody's smart enough to do the math and just say, "The hell with this, I'm not waiting."
0: I think waiting because we is tell our clients
1: thing. even in the best of times, like we'll say, "Oh, you know what? You know, it's a hundred thousand dollars more than what I wanted to spend. I think I should wait a year."
0: What Why? if it's one hundred and fifty
1: thousand? Well, if it's a couple hundred thousand, sure. But if you're only going to wait it out for a hundred thousand, prices are going to go up. Regular okay. prices, fifteen percent.
0: How many? How long have we been talking about a bubble, real estate bubble? We've been right. talking about for how long? Over a decade. And uh, we'll still be talking
1: about it in another decade.
0: So it's not going to go. I do know that the industry tradespeople, contractors, we need to unite to do something to speak up something has to happen we can't continue i don't know jim are you ready to start paying a buck 20 for a sheet of plywood what if it's coming what if it does i mean right now what is it two by four is over ten dollars right yeah yeah 11 bucks for a two by four by eight
1: yeah but is it me it's not me no, i have to go to my you. client say here do you want to pay for it or it's we do not, stop like how does you. it work
0: it's not you right so right. something has to be done other than i mean self-inflicted recession i know we talked about this on the lumber one but guys keep on bringing it up and i keep seeing it as well too so when i put an order in and i see the bill and i gotta pay and then i gotta ask the client for that amount and then i don't Ross Tyrell Tyrell eh Blade Runner You remember the movie Blade Runner Tyrell Corp <laughs> uh, That's just Tyrell Okay so At Tyrell Construction Sent me a pick Of the yards North of the city In Vaughn Full of lumber. lumber Could be already Accounted for Okay Could be We don't know I just keep thinking That the lumber industry Hopefully, hopefully one of those Loads is mine <laughs> Coming your way um, at Craig seventy eight ninety CDM Plumbing and Heating out of San Fran, I nice. believe. I believe talking with me. Uh, what's at uh, friend? Uh, he was talking to with me through DM about the same bullshit in lumber out in San Francisco. You know what I've been noticing though in the last two three weeks, America has been seeing a huge increase regarding all the costs of lumber. They didn't remember. Joe was telling me that today. Yeah. So then now they're starting to see some massive increases. Right. And now I think there was something to do with our politicians and they're potentially talking about speaking to Biden about laying lower on the, on the import, the tariffs. And so, so basically if you do that, the lumber industry still gets their cake and then you're saving money because you're asking the government to take the tariffs lower bring the tariffs lower right but the lumber industry is still taking their cake is that fair the tariffs are government money yeah so let's reduce those to make them more reasonable to keep continuing into the u.s right
1: and and i think it only it only makes sense the government will make that much more money later because everybody will be working you're going to be paying taxes and houses and they're going to sell right so in the long run
0: they still get their dough. They do. Here's a second story from Jarrett from Calgary there, Pacific Wild General Contracting. So I think I mentioned this one to you too, uh, to you Jim. He reached out, texted me. He was like, man, you got a few seconds? And I was like, sure, I got a few seconds. And he called me in about 10, 15 minutes, right? So he told me about a story where he got a job. It was a pretty good job. And everything was all verbal. It was all good signed sealed started work and brought in material and all of a sudden he said the client said my mom's coming into town my mom's coming into town and she's a little concerned about covid so i want to shut down the job site for two weeks jared's like no problem at all we'll shut it down for two weeks i'll go do another project he started another project two weeks came and went and all of a sudden he says okay contacts her can i come back in and the client says actually no i have hired somebody else dum-dum-dum so he was like Low. no you Low. didn't And so she said that I hired somebody else That can do it for cash 5k less than you So he reached out going "Manny, you ever Gone through this and I was like you're a contractor What everybody goes through this right We all go through this so he was just picking My brain to try to figure out you know Options what can I do or how can I Do it right and I just said to him Listen and you've told me this too Jim take the high road man Just send her an email outline what you agreed on yeah outline the work that you've done already outline the amount that you've agreed on everything outline everything that was supposed to be completed at a certain date all this just continuously remind her what's going on because you've got a verbal agreement with her and then he also mentioned to me today that he actually had an estimate where she signed and agreed to it so once that estimate is signed and agreed that becomes that's the contract exactly so I just said, just be nice about it, be clear, be upfront about it, be a gentleman about it, take the high road. I know as much as you want to, and I've been that way as well, you want to just tell her off. Tell right. the client off. Don't do that. Just be nice. Just keep on doing that, and then see where she takes it from that point. See where the client takes it at that point. Could be
1: testing you, too.
0: Exactly. Could be testing, right? So all of a sudden, um, he did that, and he got back to me, and he said, I'm back in. So it Could worked out. Could be a out. test. You know, it could be a test to see what kind of character you are, what kind of character she is. She's not particularly crazy about that he's back in because she's paying a little bit more than some other guy. But, I mean, reminder, too, apples and oranges, apples and mangoes, man. Like, you're legit. You have your insurances. You're all safety up and everything like that. You're this, paying the
1: gas job? Yeah. There's no, there's no and warranty. And then he you explained to her.
0: Exactly. There's no warranty at all. He explained all that stuff, right? Yeah. So, hopefully, and the nice thing is that it's always better to mediate, communicate try to get to a happy place between the two parties instead of the other routes that that's our all. job
1: man that's what we do
0: that's we are therapists and we have to you you have to see these signs i guess yeah and you got to read them and was her intent the client's intent to kind of push him out as the covid excuse or or her mother we don't know right but it gave her an opportunity to bring somebody else in yeah but the nice thing is I'm glad to hear that he's back in there and he's going to finish the job and he's going to be happy nice. about it and he's going to do a good job and he's not going to do anything and obviously there's going to be some hidden res- residue I guess I, I, for sure but for sure. but I'm glad to hear that and the, one of the things that he told me was that you know when and i hate hearing this she started the client started talking about how I'm going to badmouth you on social media. So I actually said to Jared and I was like, you know what? And I'll even say it to anybody else out there. So everyone knows that I've got 81,000 followers on Instagram. Right. And if a story like this comes along and you get a client who says they're going to bad mouth you and you actually didn't do anything wrong, introduce me to that client via social media. And I'll send a very friendly DM to that client. And I'll just say, Jared, is a good friend of mine I've known him for years He does great work I'm looking forward to the project That he's working on with you And just say I just wanted to introduce myself Say hello Manny That's it Yeah. And that's all I will say And if she's smart enough That that client's educated enough They might find out Who the hell is Manny And pay attention to who I am And I will speak And I'll back you up I will back you up yeah. I don't give a shit but i don't like anybody's you know There's using no social you media don't or threats or home stars or any of those programs and you just say i'm yeah. going to say a bad review i'm going to talk shit about you right. and whether it's true or not I'd like that's not the way to do it we as contractors like you said we're like therapists man we have to yeah. mediate we have Dude, to the
1: sad thing is is that what are we going to do we're going to go badmouth the client you can't It like, doesn't do any good
0: no. you yeah. might think it feels good well, it
1: may feel good sometimes when you get it out, but you know,
0: it's. I just hate the,
1: the you know, t- just the threats, the hanging the check in front of your face, yeah. the, the final payment, this no, crap. It's just like, that's, that's oh, you terrible. made a mess
0: here, so I want a discount. You did this, so I want a discount. I, and then, like, no, I, I did my job, I did a great job, I did yeah. it exactly the way we agreed. So I don't know I just want people to understand That you're not alone First of all Jarrett You can always reach out to me And whatever Some shit goes on Let me know And I'll back you up man That's all it is Yeah
1: No and I think that's That's what map's all about man
0: Yeah I totally agree with you So So that was I'm glad that it worked out That's all. And then Jared and I we had a good chuckle today. I told him a few stories about some people on TV. (laughs) 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 Some behind the scenes stories about people on TV. Oh my god. Oh, you gotta get me in person or on the phone across the country and I'll tell you those stories. Okay. I will will never share them on stage. I will (laughs) share them here, man. I think we're getting to the last one here, Jim. So um, at Split Renovations. What is it, group. Sunday today? <laughs> <laughs> did we start this on Thursday? Only <laughs> well, been 90 minutes, man. Um, at Split Renovations Group, Nuno. Nuno recently did a story post. Oh, man, he went off about a stone install that went <laughs> south. Like so bad. And uh, he was just, he was angry, man, about a countertop stone install that went really bad. And he asked the company to step up and fix it, and they refused, and they refused to give his deposit, and he decided that I'm going to rip it all out and get some other company to do it, and he had another company coming in, and then he was just shouting out on Instagram about it, he sent me a DM, I asked him who it was, he sent me the pictures of their work, and I was just like, holy crap. Obviously, I'm not going to share the company. That's not the kind of person. That's not what right. I want to do here, right? But we all come across this kind of shit. And the thing is, what separates any company that's out there in construction, it's what you do when things go wrong. That's how you get your clients. Yes. So this company missed a huge opportunity with him. A massive opportunity just, just by walking away from this. And then he's ripping out your work, so-called manship. And he's hired somebody else and he's building a relationship with somebody else now. And he's never going to forget that other company as anybody would in this business. Did he trash him on social media? No, no, he didn't. He no. was he was very fair about it. He just said like, he was doing a video and it was being ripped out, but he never mentioned the company. So that's good. good. Right. And I think he shouldn't right i don't yeah. I, I don't think I, anybody should yeah you should. don't need
1: this to become a yeah a trash place right? No, Anybody's no don't off.
0: don't do that give them the opportunity to step up which i think is really yeah, important people make mistakes that's it that's why i was saying that it's like that's when you separate
1: but it's also how they handle it
0: yeah you got to see how they handle it yeah. and it's just ironic cuz that happened today and i got my own little fiasco that's going on that i'm going to deal with tomorrow morning so i guess i wanted to just uh I don't know if you want to talk about a certain person on TV about a TV show <laughs> <laughs> and their new so-called season, but someone brought it up to my attention and then But
1: we're not No,
0: t- we're not going to talk about that, <laughs> but apparently uh, the new season is quite the amusing piece of entertainment uh, about, i try. what's I,
1: it about all oh, what i got i got i got yeah basically
0: <laughs> and how the whole world is all messed up and terrible but we're trying to survive uh no we won't talk about that that's about it man so yeah. i think that's it jim i don't know what else you want no oh, i think this is i mean it's covered a lot man, man look at <laughs> the pile of pages you got there hey man i gotta i gotta like put all these notes together and i gotta compile someone sends me a message and i gotta cut and paste and put it together and then hopefully i see, don't know ever them, sends me forget because you don't see it for days that's the problem you gotta wait until you see it and then you get it back to me. it goes oh someone's gonna reach out to me man so <laughs> once we get map guys pay attention to map right so mentorship alliance program that's coming from jim and i and tcl and and we're really about trying to build the community a lot better yeah that's all, man. I think that there's uh, too many lone wolves out there, and I think everybody needs a helping hand here and there or a helping voice or helping anything. That's what this is I think this, is, this about. is what,
1: I mean, look at the questions that come in. I mean, they're they're
0: brilliant. It's uh, We all need help. We do. You know, we do. Definitely. So once again, guys, uh, reach out to me if you want any stickers. I still got a bunch of stickers, and I still got a bunch of stamps, Stomps Stomps For Canadian For US And for international And I will send out All the stamps I was selling all the stickers So you guys can tag us And, and let us know Where you guys are putting them They're pretty Hey guys
1: cool Like you know the Our uh, American crowd This is awesome This is great That you guys it. are listening
0: I love it That they love the show Yeah So I, I love that We're in 44 different countries 11 different podcast channels And it keeps on growing Every single week I love it And keep sending me More questions And I hope that we helped yeah, we, we helped. Yeah, don't don't be afraid to to reach out. I mean, this is again, you just sound like a broken record, but it's what we're here for. So it's about man. So I don't. There's nothing else to really talk about. What else you want yeah. to talk about for today? The wine, the glasses are done. Glasses are done. I got a little bit left, but off. Bottle's done. <laughs> so
1: everything's done. Everyone, so. tune
0: in next week. <laughs> fuck, fuck. There it is. And you, get, you know, you should put that on the job site.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> somebody'll steal it
0: when the by-law I don't need officer, to put it on. That's all anybody says. <laughs> <laughs> right, especially the Portuguese crew. Yeah. That's all it is, man. You know, you can you can hit it when the bylaw guy shows up back. Right, yeah. Just Just keep on. He he'll like you push it, and all of a sudden, he'll, who said that? Uh, it wasn't any of it wasn't us. was me, man. Who said that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody! Thanks so much for listening, man. Tune in for next week's show. I don't know what we'll talk about. We'll yeah, it stay out. Stay
1: tuned, guys. And what yeah. we're going to—you uh, so can follow our our project. So we're going to uh,
0: share more, share more of how we're. Well, we're just coming out of the ground. Foundation, backfill, framing—the house takes shape. The house—it's a big ass shape. house. It's a huge house, eh? Nine thousand plus square. Yeah, including the base. Including the base. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jesse's got his. These guys work cut well, out. He yeah. does, but I'm sure he'll love it too. So, yeah. And then it'll be nice and warm, Mayish. It'll be good weather. Be good weather. Yeah So looking forward I can see to. And
1: seeing if I can blow this thing off
0: in twelve. Ah, uh, you're being ambitious about that, personally speaking. But, but but you
1: know what? It's all going to come down to the client making decisions.
0: Are they pretty good? They're pretty good. So are yeah. I got
1: the I got the Bible from the uh, from the designer. But so, Bibles
0: never change. Um.
1: Usually they don't. Hers are usually pretty good. Are they?
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Minor change, that's it. Okay. $10,000 change. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A minor change at
1: $10,000. Yeah, it's four pieces of plywood. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, everybody. Thanks so much right, for tuning thanks, in. Thanks, guys. We'll catch you guys next week.
1: Ciao.